It's time to watch The Muppets. It is time to watch The Muppets. We have watched The Muppets. It was a great time. And we're ready to talk about The Muppets. Oh, I cannot wait to talk about The Muppets. Especially this episode with Rita Moreno. So, I think a good way to start right now especially is that this is our first episode that we're recording while The Muppets is now released on Disney+. Plus. Correct. Right? So, we totally messed up the order. <laughs> we tried to guess which order they would release them. How would we know, though? I thought Disney put out those DVDs so Disney would see that as the order. But you know what? That's not what they chose. But you know what? We're a small business, so we can pivot easily. <laughs> so we're going to pivot on to... Now we're going to follow the order that Disney Plus has given us until we hit the episodes that hit. The hit. episodes that we've done, and we'll just skip them. So, oh, so you're going to release the episode that we did for last week when that episode comes out? No, 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 because I think that would make no sense. Exactly. Yeah, so now we're just, Especially now we're going with Especially if Army Hammer gets arrested. Yes, we don't want to have yeah. missed our opportunity exactly. on that one. Yeah. So this week we're here to talk about the Rita Moreno episode of The Muppet Show. It was really good. This was a really, a really good one. It was very well done. Um, my critiques are the transitions were very good. Mm-hmm. The beats were good. There was not a, no dead air. They yeah. kept it moving. You could tell why maybe they're trying to put this one out as the first one. Yeah, it was well done. If they this, had their flow, their stride, I yeah. think. If this aired as the first one in the States, which I think maybe New is York, the idea. New York, it said. Yeah. Then, uh, New York is the capital of the world. Just yeah. kidding. <laughs> just, it definitely kidding. makes sense that this would be like your absolute best foot forward. Yeah. So far, at least. Well, you know, I mean, it, it it goes without saying because Rita Murano actually won an award for best guest performance on yeah. a variety show for this episode. Yeah. And God, that. Her, and she's the first EGOT. Her debut sketch in this episode is so funny. It's very, so, very so funny. funny. Before we get into that, I would like to do a little bit of housekeeping on stuff that we've talked about in our previous two episodes, because I did get a note. You did? Okay, tell me your note. as we had said in our first episode, basically, that sometimes our parents help explain the jokes in these things to us, right? Oh, did your parent help you? My mother called me yesterday and told me that she had always... So, okay. Getting ahead of myself. Mm -hmm. The episode... Where Gonzo eats a tire or attempts to yes, eat a yes, tire. Yes, yes, yes. Maybe a play on something. Oh. There's an episode of MASH in season five called 38 Across where Klinger attempts to eat a Jeep. As you know, Klinger's, always, Klinger's the one who dresses as a woman, is always kissing people, trying to prove that he's insane so he well, can get kicked out of the military. Can I just say one thing? Mm-hmm. I've only ever seen the MASH movie. Mm-hmm. Never have seen the MASH show. Because as you and Kaylin, our friend, talked about on your other podcast, yeah. that's when it's time to go to bed. Mash, is, MASH comes on. No. You, the theme you, you song better is be sleepy. in bed. You know, it's yeah. time for sleeping. So there's a character that actually... 1977. Almost, yes. He almost resembled... The episode of MASH aired three months before the episode of The Muppet Show aired. Oh. And in that episode, Klinger attempts to eat a Jeep piece by piece. Maureen, I'm going to have to say, I think this is a stretch. But if you look at a picture of Klinger, look up Jamie Farr. He does bear a striking resemblance to Gonzo. Oh. They're both. I might take this back then, Maureen. Interestingly weird looking. And she said that she always related the two for some reason. She feels like at some point, Klinger also has a strong. 
um, connection to chickens also. Oh, he definitely looks like Gonzo. Right? Like, if Gonzo were to wake up one day as a human in, like, a reverse metamorphosis, he could potentially wake up as Jamie Farr, who played Klinger. Interesting. All right, Maureen, thanks for the note and so the explanation. Yeah. That could potentially be a play on that. Yeah. Okay. No confirmation. I watched the episode of MASH, which was a slog. That's my note that I wanted to bring over from a previous episode. I also wanted to include that with Disney's now streaming of this show, they have started each episode of these select 18 oh, with episodes. with a disclaimer. Starts with a disclaimer. So 18 episodes start with a disclaimer that says this program includes negative depictions and or mistreatment of people of or cultures. These stereotypes were wrong then and are wrong now. Rather than remove this content, we want to acknowledge its harmful impact, learn from it, and spark conversation to create a more inclusive future together. Gotta say, that's kind of the way to do it. I can Now, agree. are they going to release Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Oh, right. Question mark. <laughs> that movie is a, in, a friggin' mess. You know where I saw that movie? One time at my nanny's house in one of those, like, softy cover VHS. Remember these it's the big scary, white ones? and it's long. Yeah, too long. It's long. But, uh, so, but I, I, I appreciate that. I, I do, too. I think that to erase it is to try to, like, pretend it didn't happen. And that's kind of messed up, too. Like especially you should... in the 70s, because I feel like the 70s was a time, especially in TV, where there was a lot of experimenting going on. Yeah. So to maybe to try to shove things into a closet or whatever would prevent other things in an episode from, mm-hmm. you know. No, I, I mean, I think that that's the way to do it. It's like, it's not like we don't know these things exist. And to see, you know, what went on and then to say that they're trying to spark conversation around it. I think that's a responsible thing to do. Yeah. Because, you know, cancel, canceling doesn't necessarily work, mm-hmm. you know. And of all these, there's well over 100 episodes. 18, to get that disclaimer, is not a bad average. I mean, I'm sure, I bet you if you looked a little bit closer, there probably are two or three that could use it also. But <clears throat> that's pretty good. No, but even in this episode, I feel like they're, I don't know, I guess because Rita Morano does that, like, Spanish accent thing. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me a lot of Gloria from Modern Family. Oh, absolutely. Sofia Vergara. Yeah. This, like, over... mm -hmm, It was like, I can't understand what you're saying. And then Uh it's like, the loud... Like, I'm going to be mad at you now. But it's interesting to me, not as something that's, like, a negative trope, but something that's carried on. Like, the same trope. It's like, she had that trope. And it's like, Modern Family is, what, early 2000s? Yeah, and they built ten seasons around that Literally, that's... Yeah. Same exact thing mm-hmm. they were doing with Ricky Ricardo, yeah, and others. Yeah, you know, so. it's kind of Lucy came. I love Lucy came out in the fifties. Yeah, it's definitely done. Yeah, it's, I think we can yeah. move on from that, right? Yeah. I don't know why some of that, why why that trope is seen as timeless and not like exhausted. What I thought was interesting about Rita Morano's accent is that she definitely doesn't sound her Spanish sounds more sort of like Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Or, am I not saying it right? Like like she's from Barcelona with mm-hmm. this like yeah. which is not very South, uh, Central American or Puerto Rican mm-hmm. sounding. She sounds very Spanish. Yeah. Like España. Spanish. 
So I had one other note regarding Disney Plus's streaming in that three episodes are missing. Which ones? Disney Plus. The Brooke Shields episode. Why is that? Chris, <laughs> hang on. Brooke Shields, Chris Langham, and, um, sorry, and Kay, Kay Ballard's episodes. So, Kay Ballard's episode from season one is missing right now. We will still be able to watch that episode on our DVDs. And you that can we have, buy it right? on our Patreon. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Only You're fans. <laughs> I'm totally joking. So, Kay Ballard's and Brooke Shields' episodes are in um, are missing right now because of music rights, right? So they're trying to like I guess figure out the music situation. They might Interesting. Be they're having around. a Daria moment. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of. There's a lot of shows. Daria. Just dub the, the music. Middle, yeah, yeah. Where they they can't release these things because of rights being here and there. The third episode. Welcome in the middle is a sleeper on so. this list. The Chris Langham's episode is because he was found. You ready? Oh, oh boy. With in 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 2007. He was convicted for possessing level five child pornography. What's level five? I have. I'm not Google. I'm not a map I'm not identified person, so I don't know what a level five is. Yeah, that's a yikes. Do you know what a map is? No. Okay, so um, unfortunately, we're I guess you know to each their own, but um, there are I guess pedophiles out there that mm-hmm. identify as map, and it's like. I forget what it is, but it's like a normalized way of oh, identifying. Yikes. It's like their community, and like you could say we don't touch children, but we just fantasize about them like or to call whatever it a they kink do. Instead of a no, actual, it's, like, it's not a kink. It's their literally their sexual identity. It's like oof. they compare themselves to gay people. Oh yikes! So Rita Moreno. Rita Moreno. Oh no! <laughs> you need an explosion transition. <laughs> yeah, a cute explosion. <laughs> Okay, so let's get into our episode. Let's with get into it. Our episode starts with our telephone running gag. First phone call being from the water department, right? Fozzie runs to the phone to answer it and out spews, out kind of dribbles. Yeah, wa- no, it did water. Like a cup of water. Yeah. Cup and I love the old it. school phone that they have. Yeah. They have that same type of phone in the Munsters. And it's coin operated too. Did you notice the little No, like, I didn't know. Little, I, Is it a like coin operated boy? Slut or whatever. And then it transitions to um, Fozzie gave Kermit that joke about the trunk. Oh, yeah. That, the the stupid, elephant joke. Uh, fo- what was it? There were supposed to be a group of dancing elephants, but they all forgot to pack their trunks. Yeah, it was very... Very, very Fozzie. Very Fozzie. But what I notice about it is that the Muppets audience loves Fozzie. Eats yes. him up. This is our first experience with sh- seeing the audience that's viewing the show being lo- taped live, I guess. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they definitely were... All about when Fozzie oh, came Oh, they out. loved him. So after this, we get our first experience with Rita Moreno on the show, as she does the French tango. Okay. To I Get Ideas. So, I have my notes here, mm-hmm. and it says, OMG, exclamation point, exclamation <laughs> point, a human Muppet. Yeah. The, the, the back and forth of him being human to, like, just a doll that she's literally <laughs> whipping around by a leg, slamming it into the bar stools. It's and... pretty amazing. Now, is this, like, a negative French trope, or are we allowed to joke about this? I don't know. Did this episode start with a uh, disclaimer? 
I don't Do you remember. remember? No. no. Well, we watched it on your DVD. We watched it on the DVD. And then I watched it yesterday. Oh, you're saying. Yeah, did you yeah. see it on Disney Plus? I think I remembered that. <laughs> that was a whole was... day ago. <laughs> yeah, this definitely could be seen as a uh, negative well, against the French. And, and I'm like thinking about, like, who do I know that's French? And then I'm like thinking about, it, I'm like, no, 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 not French Canadian. Yeah. Like, actual like, <laughs> of French. France. Mm, no one I could ask. This sketch was. It ruled. It was it so good. It so ruled. I loved it. I loved the dancing, but I didn't really understand. She was like taking shots in the She bar. would throw them around a little bit, take a shot, and then throw them around a little bit more. <laughs> like, is that is that how they do it? I don't know. Fr- you got to just go to France. That's the only way Ooh la la. Okay. And then it, it kind of, and then I was like, wait, is he drunk? Is she drunk? There, there was like an alcohol-induced... And he kicks her out the window. Yeah, he kicks her out the hole that she made when she threw him out the wall. He kicks her through it. She never comes back, but he takes one last shot and then falls down, I guess, drunk. Just had enough. And I thought French people drank wine. I mean, they're not even getting their tropes right here. Let's be real. No, come on. If you're going to be offensive, you might might as well do the homework. Yeah, I mean, be a wine (laughs) owl. You're not taking a shot at wine. No one was just like... Smoking cigarettes and uh, with a baguette next to Ooh, them either. Girl, and I almost forgot to call out the fact that Miss Piggy was thirsty for that Muppet Man. Yeah, she was. I mean, she was real thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> it's like way, obviously she wasn't thinking about Kermit in that room. She No, she, no. Was, she had eyes only for that gentleman who had no eyes. He was just, Very he was just brows. Yeah, a lot taller than her. You know what also I noticed? I know I'm going off topic. No. In the Muppets, in the Muppet Show, it's like it's it's almost like I feel like BoJack Horseman literally mm-hmm. is like copying off of them, where they have like animals and humans. Yeah, it's like a hybrid universe. Yeah, and it's totally accepted. There's some monsters. I will say, I just watched Follow That Bird last night. I don't know if you ever seen that the Big Bird movie from '85. No. It's on HBO Max. I definitely recommend you watch that. Well, are you going to give me a sign into HBO yes, Max? Yes, I will. Off air. <laughs> um, so I just watched that last night because I'm like, I haven't seen that in a long time. And at one point, they're trying to make the case that Big Bird should go live with other birds. Is Big Bird a girl? Big I think Bird's he a is. little boy. Okay, in this. He's six years old. Aww. And there's this, like, foster care woman who comes out of nowhere. She's a bird also. She's named Mrs. Finch. She looks kind of just like him, but she has, like, pink hair okay. on her head. And she tries to send him to go live with a foster family Aww. in Illinois, I think. And they're a family of dodos. There's four of them. And they're the dodos. They adopt him. He's big dodo now. And he decides he hates it there. They're nothing like him. They don't use their imagination when they play. They don't They don't like the things he does. All they do is they, they go around their birdhouse outside and they try to find... Uh, worms in the dirt and he does he has no interest in that so he runs away from home and when he ends up getting back to does he find sesame street he 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 goes to walk home and there's this news report that goes out because we all know sesame street's in new york i'm just i have to say that so a caravan starts from new york the count has his car he drives bert and ernie have a have a plane that they fly Maria. Oh, well, gays do make a lot of money. <laughs> I mean. So they, they have that biplane money. Yeah. Um, Maria. They ain't, got, they ain't gonna have kids. <laughs> They're just gonna take their male privilege and make all that they money. They got rubber duckies. Yeah. They got, what does he collect? Bert, uh, Bert collects like thimbles or some shit like that, I think. 
And um, so they have an airplane. Maria takes the slop mobile or something like that with Oscar the Grouch. Aww. And all these cars, they try to go find, they take all the different routes. Well, maybe Maria's a smoker, so she was like, okay, <laughs> Oscar there. She was like, you know what, I'll, I'll stand Oscar because he doesn't mind my smoking. So then when they finally find Big Bird and all that comes to a head, this woman is like, he belongs with birds. And, you know, that's where he'll be most happy. And Maria's like, but we have birds on Sesame Street. We have monsters. We have people. We have dogs. We, we got have... it all. And then she's like, we have grouches. I think we I've have... seen She this. starts rattling off all the things that make Sesame Street so beautiful. And that's what Big Bird needs to be around. Is he needs to... It's an allegory so... for diversity and finding, you know, like, not just that's being with simply amazing. your type of people. Well, and it's an allegory for being a homosexual. Um, it, I mean, that's all wrapped into a lot of Sesame Street. Yeah, so I love it. There's all that there. I love it. I, f- I feel that. And, you know, Sesame Street is in New York. It's confirmed. But Sesame Place is right outside off of the Jersey Turnpike mm-hmm. in uh, Pennsylvania. Tell me you don't have a baby picture of you in that bathtub. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I've yeah. been to Sesame Place many a time. <laughs> oh, I forgot so- how we got to that. But anyway, the next skit is very good. It's um, it's like their first sort of hospital skit. Veterinarian that hospital. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With Doctor Doctor Bob. Doctor Bob. Doctor Bob operates Rolf. on Fozzie. Yeah, I don't know why Rolf has a different name, but Fozzie's there and Janice is there, and they're all called. I think everybody was called with their their name. I don't know. I don't remember him approaching Piggy with a different name though, or even calling her Piggy. But her voice was right. Finally. Piggy was correct. Yeah. Thankfully. Thankfully, yeah. And uh, my, this sketch was fine. It was a lot of, like, dumb jokes. And well, they looked of, like, at the camera with their the Muppet camera. mouths open. Yeah, it, like I that. mean, I can't help but laugh when all the Muppets look at the camera and open their mouths. And they and have that, like, heart-shaped like, tongue. Yeah. yeah. And they bop, yeah. You're laughing because they laugh, not because what they said was good. Exactly. And their jokes were pretty cornball. One of the things that I really liked from it is I love when they exit a sketch back to the backstage and Kermit's like, good job, guys. You could have done a little bit better there. This was, you know, yeah, like yeah, he, gives he gives notes, notes like right after they've already gone live. I always loved that. Laboratory retriever. How about yeah, that joke? when Janice yeah. chased calling, everything. Calling a woman a dog? Mm-mm. Yeah. Better You're going to get canceled, get Ralph. disclaimer. You're going to get canceled, Ralph. Uh-uh. And then Piggy and uh, Janice were fighting after the sketch, too. I thought that was Yeah, over, like, again, timing. Again, women fighting. <laughs> this better have had a disclaimer. No, I'm just kidding. Just while we're picking it out, like, I might as well tear it apart. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but the running gag comes back. Yes, we get another phone call. Was this one from the fire department? It was from the, uh... Right, it was a no, smoke flows from the phone this time, and then they talk about a running gag, and then the the newscaster runs past. Yeah, and goes, that's a running gag, and then um, then there was a great transition after the news to the Swedish chef. Oh yeah, yeah, Statler and Waldorf kind of like laugh, don't laugh. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're like, like all right, I was entertained. And then one of them was like, I wonder what the Swedish chef is up to. Basically, yeah. Speaking of food, or speaking of whatever, yeah. And then we get the Swedish Chef. This was, I think, one of my more favorite bits of this episode, too. The Swedish Chef? Yeah. The, he, so he's going to flip flapjacks, and he hits the ceiling, presumably, with yeah. two of them. And, you know, it's all about the time with Swedish Chef. Is he's, you know, like, everything takes, it's so, like, paced so slowly, and it's his stupid noises and everything. And then the pancakes won't come down, so he pulls out, like, an old-timey musket kind of gun, 
shoots the ceiling and no less than 10 pancakes fall on his I know. <laughs> but I, again, an explosion and, in a Muppets Yeah, skit. end with an explosion. End with an explosion. And then again, back to the running bit. This time, who's on the phone? Money's coming out of it. Oh, it's it's Vegas. It's Las Vegas, or as I like to call it, lost wages. I love any time that Fozzie fills his hat with something and then puts his hat on, and that <laughs> something has to like rain all over his head. Yeah, so he fills the hat with coins and then puts his hat on, and the coins are just all over him. <laughs> I still love that phone though. And then um, another another sketch comes up that they do. They're back at the dance. Which I thought this was a decent at the dance. I noticed Janice in it was dancing with Zoot. Mm-hmm. And she had like a weird wig on. Yeah. Like a weird curly brown wig. At least it was a lace front. Instead. Of... <laughs> <laughs> You're making sure they're not skimping on wigs for Janice I know. Really. <laughs> no hard fronts. You need a lace front, girl. So that, yeah, the whole running bit this time is that there's, um. It's getting sketchy at the dance. Yeah. Oh. And any animals. Well, that's a nice couple. Couple of what? And And then they have the shark. Yeah, there's sharks circling people while they're dancing. But you know what's funny about that? I feel like I didn't really understand their whole shark thing. Mm -hmm. Like, they're like, oh, a lower form of animal. Like, why is a shark a lower form of animal? I don't know. I didn't get that. Yeah, why? Especially, like, SNL, I think, did a really good job. Because in SNL 1975, there's the candy gram. Yeah. They're, like, knocking at the door, and they're like, candy gram. And it's a land shark. And then they get... I like that skit from yeah. SNL. It's so dumb, but I really like it. It's like, who's at the door? Oh. <laughs> and, well, Jaws came out in 75, and they didn't play up, like, a Jaws angle. No, but they you know? include the shark, yeah. I don't know. This... This that was the, a miss. It was. It, this at the dance was like, it was kind of like, it was funny, but it was also like, wait, what? Is yeah. It? Didn't make any sense. Definitely missed marks. Mr. Marks. And then we have our, um, oh wait, no. Spot? Not yet. We have, um, oh, 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 I have a note in my notes. I'm mm-hmm. stopping you because in the beginning of the episode, I thought Miss Piggy was with her dad, but actually, like, that was, like, her lover for the night. She was, really? like, dancing with another pig, and they were, like, schnozzing together. Yeah, they were schnozzing at the at the dance. At the also. dance, and I thought that was, like, oh, that was weird, and he was, like, weird. much older. I mean, not... Oh, yeah, like, the gray tufts around yeah, his ears. Yeah, not to be commenting on uh, a May-December relationship, but definitely a May-December <laughs> All right, and now we are at the UK spot, which I thought this was extreme. I thought this was excellent. It was like the Jim Henson band, the puppet or Muppet or whatever looked just like Jim Henson and Frank Oz. And Jerry Nelson. And Jerry Nelson, yep. Yeah, the three of them, they were like beautifully crafted. They they look like each other. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they all have the same aesthetic and they're. They look like they're they're handlers. The banjo was played so nicely. Can I say, no one loves the fucking banjo more than Jim Henson. Oh my god. Except for Steve Martin. Oh, Steve Martin. Alright, fine. At least there's a connection there. Yeah. We'll see them together at some point, I'm sure. Sorry. King Tut. Sorry. That stupid (laughs) banjo. I love the banjo. And the song was called Tomorrow, and it it was was all about Mara. Yeah, it was really A very funny bit, and a song that you can see. It was clever. Yes, a song you could see holding up as like a Shandy-style song. And I guess that's why they only put it in the UK, because, you know. It is very of its, like, um, 
like extremely Irish, Scottish, like it's yeah, very yeah, yeah. English. The whole exactly. Like, it was folky. It. Very, yes. And I think that there was probably more of an audience for that yeah. folkiness. Even the Beatles in the sixties hmm. and seventy. I think the seventies, but like you know, don't don't kill me, sue me. Uh, this the Beatles, like they were influenced by some folk stuff, and they have their like folky songs that they yeah. do. Yeah, you know. John Lennon was, like, all about that, like, America, country. Yeah. Anyway, that was a really cool skit. And they said that that band, actually, in the Muppet Morsels that we watched, it said the band showed up in, like, 1972 on a different yeah, show. Yeah, the Dick Cavett show. Yeah. Perry Como. Perry Como's Christmas special. Mm-hmm. So it's cool that they were, they were being reincorporated in the Muppet show, basically. And it's cool that, like, we kind of get to learn about by watching the Morsels, like... Yeah how Jim Henson was sort of, like, working. Like, his road to fame, Mm -hmm. if you will. Yeah. Yeah, like, chugging along with trying to get these characters incorporated into other properties for so long. And you know what? Um, I even have in my notes here, like, that band was actually reminding me of Christopher Guest's A Mighty Wind. Yeah. It was, like, very A Mighty Wind. Definitely, definitely. (laughs) What's the, the main band from that? But either way, it reminds me a lot of the three of them. The Folksman Trio. The Folksman Trio. Yup, yup, yup. Yeah. That movie is so effing funny. It's very good. It's I haven't one watched of, it it's in a one long of the, time. It's one of the best ones, in But my it opinion. definitely has, like, that is very That vibe, yeah. That. And I wonder how much Christopher Guest is influenced by Oh, with, uh, I feel like you can see it in a way. Yeah. Like some of, like, the oddball stuff that they do in his movies. So good, so good. So then we get this Ricky Ricardo as Cuban style uh, puppet master with, his, like, with the arms, xylophone. Yeah, his those were really cute. They were. I. Uh, this is one of those sketches that goes on for like a little bit too long. Oh, yeah. And they were. I don't like the being. I don't like the harming of any Muppets. To be uh. honest with you, <laughs> and they were like being hit on the head with mallets. He was like tuning it and then yeah. overtuning it, and yeah. then that was when a... he finally got his. It's another version of the explosion to escape. Dare I say it was very Sesame Street of them to do that? It was a little bit. It was fine. <laughs> and then here we go with the um, the elevated. What was Kermit trying to do? The next skit is like Kermit trying to do like a talk show, and he's like, "Yes, the it's art of conversation." Discussion. Yeah, is conversation a dying art? Oh yeah, is conversation a dying art? And this was the sketch that you had pointed out. Rita Moreno puts on a over exaggerated Sofia Vergara, Sofia Vergara esque, yeah, yeah, accent. Mm-hmm. I had just noted the other day that, um, but no tits. I, what? Oh, yeah. She's, Sophia Vergara, because now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> Sophia Vergara in that show is all, is like lots of boobs. Uh-huh. Like, she's like booby booby. Oh, my God. Speaking of that, do you ever see the, um, I almost said the Flintstones, but I mean the Simpsons. Ever see the, uh, damn. Ever see the Simpsons when they put the Spanish TV on and it's like all boobies? It's like the Spanish kids show. Yeah. yeah and yeah, like yeah, there's yeah, yeah. the bee. The and then there's like the ladies and they're like three uh-huh. maracas and they it's have. Like, the most gigantic breasts. A bunch of charros is the idea, I'm sure. Definitely. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I um, I have to say though, I love the '70s because it doesn't look like women wear bras in the '70s. I'm a fan. She definitely wasn't. Well, I'm a huge, this. huge fan. I say free the free the nip, free the breast. And another thing I like about the '70s is that everybody's teeth aren't like blindingly white. I like yeah. a I like a white tooth, but like. I mean, if your teeth are so white, it's it's really, like, the only thing you notice about someone. You're like, uh-huh. oh, my God, your teeth are so white. I'm going to take this and you use right sensitive, now, I'm sure. you're saying, 
with teeth whitening and go to whitewashing. Okay, whitewashing. Because I wanted to mention, I just heard the other day that Rita Moreno, so she was in West Side Story, Mm -hmm. right? And she was one of the only Puerto Rican performers in that movie. And because all of the other white folks in the movie were wearing makeup to appear of a darker complexion, they had to lighten her skin (laughs) so that she would match their version of a Puerto Rican in that movie. Is that not insane? I just heard about that the other day, so it's very weird that we, like, are now naturally on this episode. I thought that was really disturbing. I love the city of San Juan. Why don't you shut up and get gone? (laughs) This was the first episode that, with the first guest host that we're watching, that I was familiar with, at least very loosely, Mm -hmm. but familiar with. So far. Oh, I was reading about her, and she actually guest starred on The Nanny. She was, like, in a flashback episode, apparently, where Fran Drescher is, like, wait, her name is Fran Fine in the show, Mm -hmm. where Fran Fine is remembering her, like, old gym teacher or something like that Uh from high school, which I think is hilarious. I love That sounds fun. Rita Moreno plays a big character. Like, she, I could see her playing very fun, funnily off of... Fran Drescher. This is totally, totally, totally unrelated. Uh-huh. But I had a dream the other night where, and this might be real and in my dream, but Who's the Boss came back, uh-huh. and it was like Angela and Tony's daughter had a daughter, mm-hmm. and it was like, it, the show is called She's the Boss, and it's all about her as a preteen being like the boss. Okay. So and like that- Angela becomes the Mona character. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. Is this real or is so, this my dream? The, so you're saying Alyssa Milano. <laughs> oh, she was the kid, right? Alyssa Milano, Alyssa was Milano the has she a kid. She played Samantha. Yeah, Samantha has a kid. Samantha. Yeah. So you're saying, okay, who's the boss had come back? <laughs> and it's called in your She's head. the Boss. It's called She's the. Okay, so I will let you know. <laughs> there is absolutely a Who's the Boss revival in the works. I'm fine. Is it is it my storyline though? I do not know. There is literally no information. We should call our we should call our LA team. Sorry. The conversation is not a dying art, obviously. Obviously. This is so reflective. But she's the boss. Write it down. She's the boss. Yeah. So after this we get another Muppet News Flash. There is no news tonight. I don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was just like, There's no news tonight. It was kind of a weird transition. And then we go back to uh, Fozzie, right? The Atomic Energy Commission. um, Fozzie answers the phone again. And it's the Atomic Energy Commission. I don't remember that one. What happens to the phone? It's an explosion. The phone just explodes. So that's why Kermit was so exhausted by the final one. Like, please stop answering this phone. So after this, we have uh, the talk spot, which was about cue cards with Rita. I loved that. I thought that was really, really funny. Her dress was really cool, and I don't know if you noticed, but her shoulder piece was like, I don't know if it was a piece of plastic, but it looked like a that, metal. Like, silver It looked thing, like a metal right? strap. It was yeah. very nice. Again, no bra. I loved it. <laughs> this one was really funny, too, because she kind of talked about how these talk spots on variety shows don't seem organic or real. They're so obviously staged, and there's cue cards and everything, and Kermit is like, no, Rita, our show's different, and then he like, he he makes a face like you can tell maybe Kermit's trying to squint. Yeah, he like pretends like yeah. Cue and then he's like, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. And then we find out that Sweetums is holding the cue card. It was very cute, and then that made me think like, oh my god, Doug, 
Is the giant from Eureka's Castle based on Sweetums? I think they have the same voice. And but the nose is different. Yeah. Well, I remember the and giant the from Eureka's Castle is a redhead. He is a redhead. Yeah. And the curtains match the drapes. I'm sure. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> my my mom's a ginger. I'm allowed to say these things. Oh my god! This sketch next up is Wayne and Wanda. Okay, it's can like I just say that worth mentioning? Watching Wanda though, I was like, "You have you are making you make me feel weird." It's like when somebody got like, like electrocuted. She's like, "There's something not right with that Wanda." Like yeah. she just she looks like. She leaves you uneasy. Yeah. She leaves you uneasy. She's like when what's her name is eating the toothpaste in that movie and just friends. When Anna Ferris. Yeah, she's like I got my toothpaste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But she's like, there's something like not right. Like you seem you think that she's like there's something traumatic about her character. Yeah, and and I and I also thought that Wayne and Wanda were gonna be like Punch and Judy and they're not anything. Yeah, no, they look like they were set to perform a song and then I think Wayne knocked her over by mistake and they closed the curtains really was quick. Was it by mistake though or is he a wife beater? I mm, mm. It is the 70s. Disclaimer. Get that disclaimer. Right? So they close the curtains really quick and they open them back up to Fozzie doing a series of I'm using air quotes when I say jokes and uh, Statler and Waldorf heckle the entire Oh, oh the segment. joke was she was so bold le- bow-legged yeah. that her she, she straddled around, around the, house. the house. I was going to say, she straddled the house. She didn't walk around the house. She walked around the house. And then heckling. And then a, a back to the phone gag, except this time Animal comes up and, like, grabs the phone. Yeah. Thankfully, the... just pulls, rips it right out of the wall, ending that running gag so we no longer have to deal with it. And then Kermit does his, like, it's the end of all the phone calls coming in, too. Yeah. Like, Wah. We need a bad phone. We get our final, final segment with our guest, which is our performance of Fever. And it's it's also with Floyd. He's also the star yes, of this. But actually, like... you see Floyd walking out and they say, oh, Floyd and Rita. But the yeah. skit ends up being about Rita and Animal. Yeah, Kermit calls Animal and Floyd out to perform so Rita can sing. And... He literally walks like just out of sight. Yeah, you to don't play. see him. Yeah, it's not really. Weird that they made such a. But that was kind of a cute. Like you know what, Rita Morano's timing is really there. Like yes. her timing is terrific, and the way that she interacts with the Muppets are like they're just whatever normal mm-hmm. people. I mean, I totally get why she won an award for yeah. this because it's like who can interact with Muppets like that? Like no one yet has interacted so well with the every Muppets. time Animal would hit the like the drum too high. She'd like flinch her. a little. She, yeah, yeah, she flinched. And or like she, she missed her snap. Yeah, and it was cute. It was. And... I thought that was really cute. I liked that. A lot. And then she goes to her Spanish speaking to Animal. Yeah. She's like threatening him. It's Swearing it is very I, I love imagine. Lucy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is very much that. And then at the end, like, instead of giving Rita a Muppet that looks just like her, Rita actually comes out with that French Muppet and he, yes. and she like throws him. And then, and then Kermit has the audacity to throw shade at her. Yeah. And he's like, we don't, we don't throw things on the floor here, Rita. Like and we. Was like, he liked it. I, I had lunch with him earlier. <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry about it. I was it. like, Kermit, ew. She's your guest. You, you clean yeah. up later. Show some respect. But the, the but the Muppet audience loved Rita. They applauded the crap out of her. 
And, um, yeah. It was a pretty good episode. I had a lot of fun watching it, Doug. Yeah. I definitely agree. I feel like this was a pretty strong episode. I also enjoyed it very much. I... Oh, my God. I just forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I wanted to mention... Two things that I had noted are Billboard Hot 100, the top five. Oh, yes. For that week. Give it up. Give it up. Are Lou Rawls, You'll Never Find Another. Walter and Mur- Walter Murphy, a fifth of Beethoven. You ever heard that? Mm-mm. It's like that. All right, Dougie. I'm just going to actually look this up right now. No, you know it when you hear it, too. A fifth of Beethoven. It's Beethoven's fifth, but like a like a disco version. Dan England, I'd really love to see you. Oh, right? I... yeah, you know that. Oh, yeah, I know this song. Band, shake, shake, shake. Shake your booty. And then Wild Terry, play that funky music. Play so that it's a funky very music, disco. A very disco. Very disco Boo. heavy uh, week in the Billboard. Boo. Is this a disco noise? On another note, I'm actually trying to clean up my iPod right now, and that is a feet and a half. I, I mean, can't I imagine having am 33. An iPod still. Oh, well, it's Apple Music. It's, oh, okay. I, I put <laughs> Apple Music on my phone and iPod. Okay. I wish I had an iPod. Keep the dream alive. But, like, I had to delete bands off my iPod. Like, just like full. A band called Bye. Bleeding Through. Yep. Why is that on my iPod? No. Why? Pointing at these balloons right here. 30, like 33. 33 and yeah. me. Absolutely not. Move along. Bye bye. Bleed Through. Bleeding Through. Uh, another one. Scarling. Nope. Nope. You're gone, yeah. Scarling. <laughs> bye. I, I don't need to look at this at all. Our number one movie that week was Obsession, making. Six hundred and thirty-eight. I think that's a perfume by Calvin Klein. Obsession. 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 I've what movie is that? Movie. I don't even know that movie. It's a Brian De Palma movie. Mm. Means nothing to me. I know. Mm. I've seen a lot of movies though. Tell me what else. The fo- the next week is Alice in Wonderland. Oh, okay, I know that one. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's a decent movie. Yeah, shorter always than I think it is. Every time I put it on. Yes, Alice in Wonderland is. I guess like- a quick one. Is it the correct one? Alice in Wonderland. Hang on one second. This is not the Disney movie. This is some sort of... Is it Alice by Woody Allen? No. Starring Mia Farrow? No. Because I've seen that one Stop too. Stop bringing up Woody Allen and Mia Farrow, Megan. First of all... It's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm just saying. Did you watch that documentary yet? No, not yet. But I did skip through a band and I kept it on my iPod called Hannah and Her Sisters. And that's a really, really, really good movie. Have you ever seen Hannah and Her Sisters? I've never seen that It's movie. very good. It's very well done. No. It's very well I done. I know. Oh, no, What's the Igmar Bergman one he does? He does one. I forget what it's called. Is it still Woody Allen? Yeah, I'm still talking about Woody Stop Allen. Talking my favorite movie is Blue Jasmine. Sue me. Stop. I'm sorry, but Kate Blanchett is excellent in that movie. This podcast is going to start coming with a right, disclaimer. Sorry. Sorry. What if Woody Allen was a Muppet? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Woody Allen probably has been a Muppet, Which Muppet would get canceled? Well, um, I know, of course, Fox News takes this. They see that Disney's putting a disclaimer, and, of course, they were, you know, they were like, Disney's Michael trying Ma. to cancel Kermit. 
They're trying oh, to stop. cancel him. They actually supported him. They were, they were like, people make mistakes. We didn't, of you know. Of course. Talk about it. So, um, that brings us to the end of our episode, Megan. Boop, boop, doo Boop, boop, doo <laughs> You're still working at that that closing catchphrase. Uh, it's boop, boop, doo It's just going to be boop, boop, doo Betty boops him up, right? Thank you so much for watching the Muppets Namaste. with us. Namaste. I'm going to get canceled for saying that. I'm sorry. Boop, boop, doo Boop, boop, doo <laughs>